Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello and uh, welcome to CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Today's topic is the X5 Group Cybersecurity Transformation, and it's a case study. So who is X5 uh, Group? They are actually X5 Retail Group, uh, a subsidiary of Alpha Group Consortium. It develops and operates retail food stores. And uh, this organization operates through various retail formats, including proximity stores, supermarkets, online retail channels, hypermarkets, and convenience stores. So for an organization of this much size, scale, and variety, you know, developing a security-first culture across its such a large-scale operation and rather intricate organizational structure was definitely a, a daunting challenge. So how did X5 IT security, and the business leaders join hands to reimagine its risk management mechanics and also establish robust cybersecurity programs so that it can scale confidently. Now, we have Alexander Markov, Group Chief Information Security Officer with X5 Group with us here today to discuss what did they do new, more, or different to make this seemingly impossible task come to uh, fruition successfully. They've really done a fantastic job at that. But how did that all happen? Hey, Alexander, how are you, sir? Can I call you Alex? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Hello, Sanjo. Hello, everybody. Yeah. So, and thank you for such a good, you know, relation of work. Beautiful. Hello. So, yes, so we can hear you okay. Um, so now let's start with this first question, and which is, of course, to set the stage. What were some of your primary cybersecurity challenges that you faced as X5 organization when you try to, which basically triggered your uh, cybersecurity transformation journey? Well, uh, so you. Before I answer the question, right? So you need to understand what is it retail, right? And how it started. It is right now a huge organization, right? Very high tech. But a long, long time ago, uh, when it just started, it was a kind of um, a acquisition of different shops and small chains that were developed as, you know, kind of separated shops. So, uh, to start the shops, you need to, to have a post terminal, right? To just to sell food or uh, the groceries from the from the shop itself. And um, from the time when uh, just a single post terminal is not enough, uh, IT started to grow, right? So they need to have those uh, wires between those shops. We need to those wires between post terminals, servers, etc. So they grow like that. And um, uh, company uh, growing with those number of shops uh, acquired uh, different networks in, you know, um, uh, more, you know, building more shops. Uh, they started to grow their um, IT environment and digital structure. 
but uh, despite uh, the fact that this is a high tech again and data driven business, it still has some kind of child problem and fast growing problem as well that uh, have to be solved. So um, in this regards, um, the uh, you know the culture of the company uh, in some time uh, not not far ago. Uh, started to level up significantly, and technology levels started to level up significantly. So, but those zones of development are still remain. And sometimes you need kind of segmentation in the network. Sometimes uh, you need to have, uh, you know, more processes uh, operated in IT and as well as in cybersecurity as well. So, and um, from this perspective, somewhere in 2017 and 2018, a major uh, digital transformation impulse was given to the whole group of companies to start or even to um, start to develop even more e-commerce. And uh, um, after that, uh, you just, you know, the digital maturity company uh, started, started the program of digital transformation. So, and from that perspective, uh, when we uh, started to realize what, what is information security in this regard, well, and that, that time ago, so we have small information security unit, we have enough, enough resources, bad processes, um, and uh, not all the technology controls that should be implemented are implemented, and we started to think what we need to do, right, to um, first to hurry up with the uh, digital transformation and to do a uh, security transformation as well. So, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a problem itself, right? Sorry for the, uh, well, I'm just thinking it wasn't, it wasn't a problem that triggered the information security development. It was just a um, uh, natural step further that the company just achieved its size and uh, and uh, uh, step into the digital era, step into the more digital services and start to more realize that um, uh, uh, digital environment is more uh, important for the business, not just like I said in the very beginning, uh, just to, uh, no, to keep buyers together, but they need more data to uh, drive prices. They need more um, uh, connection with clients. So they need more, um, information from how stores are operated and all this stuff, right? So, and they um, uh, started to grow big data and uh, they started to um, create more delivery services, etc. So they just moved to the digital era. And uh, fr from that perspective, as I said, business needs to be involved and they, they looked at their um, uh, information security like something important. And they started to invest their attention in it and they started to invest, um, uh, I would say, money in it. So, and um, along with the digital transformation program that would start at that time in 2017, uh, they said that maturity is not well enough to, um, uh, to uh, support uh, changes that we have at the moment, and uh, started the information security strategy as well. So, and from that perspective, that was the impulse that triggered the changes, not only from information security, but from this uh, cyber and digital space itself in the, in, in the uh, company. So you definitely gave uh, your uh, examples and the reasons why you found 
the re specific reasons that triggered the security transformation? Did you do for sure? And there were multiple reasons that you gave. But now um, organizations yeah. all around the world have some of those common reasons and some of them were unique to your environment. But just because it was, there were certain unique areas, right? Uh, in your case, what did you do new, more or different when it when you went about, you know, reimagining your risk management mechanics and establish a robust cybersecurity programs? Because of course there would be standard things which most organizations would have done, but would be interesting to learn what was unique uh, in your solutioning to solving the problem that you were facing because of the the type, the scale, and the complexity of your organization. Yeah, no, thank you. So the um, to understand the issue of cybersecurity in retail, you know, it should be noted that the, the it's not very well regulated from the government perspective, like banking industry, let's say, right? So just to make it simple, there is only a privacy regulation, and everything else is just on the business side. So fines are not huge. And there is no kind of senior management regime that um, UK, let's say, have, right? And uh, on the other side, uh, business is committed to st uh, shareholders and uh, customers for the price on the shelf. So for business to understand um, why if one car, you know, still need brakes, uh, you know, we have to speak this with them with the same language, language of money. So they need to understand that we won't win the race if you get crashed in the fence in the first turn. So that was um, it, it, the history, right, for this. So we started to speak with them in, on a kind of money language. So, and to perform major security uh, risk assessment, we just created a digital shadow of the organization, uh, which uh, provides all the uh, finance results, results finance digits, uh, numbers, and it to calculate the risk. So we, we had to uh, uh, speak with uh, with business and kind of many language. Sorry, I'm uh, repeating it all the time because it's very important, right? And we just um, uh, performed this risk assessment to show that the information security risks are very uh, mature for them, right? Uh, material, sorry, material for them. And uh, they um, uh, put their attention to the information security. And um, after that, we uh, highlighted the steps how to, how to build this information security uh, risks uh, more manageable. Like we provided an, an information security strategy based on risk management. We also um, uh, uh, provided the uh, like you know investment initiatives and those information security strategy. So uh, business um, look at those um, uh, initiatives and um, they understand what the value of risk and what the cost they need to spend on this uh, on the uh, on this risk to make it manageable. So we um, agree on the risk appetite on it. We. Uh, Agreed uh, on the level that we need to be uh, that we need to achieve. So, and and from this perspective, ha having no regulation from the government perspective, only privacy. So, we um, agreed on the aim where we need to come 
from the information security management um, system development perspective. And uh, so uh, what, what is information security strategy? So you need to understand that it's not just um, information security department responsibility. It is kind of a company uh, global responsibility. So there are different uh, departments need to be involved in, in, in implementation of that in achieving the um, appropriate risk appetite. So um, let's say information technology department should be involved, HR, uh, business, back office, and of course security. So there are different different domains in this information security strategy. So, and even though this, we uh, agree on the strategy, uh, just to reduce that, right? So it's and, and the strategy is based on the risk management, right? It's it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that uh, business and IT will accept those initiatives and will just you know in, introduce implement them as they as they are. They, we had discussions around technology methods, risk scenarios, investments, and uh, return of investment, uh, providing uh, niche need need. need for each time, right? And uh, proving that we need to do that. So, and um, that's that's how we work together to mitigate cybersecurity risk. And of course, uh, we'll regularly report that to um, management board and supervisory board. So, and and, and since that time, uh, we, we made a lot and we uh, actually completed strategy one and we already developed strategy two. So, and uh, uh, that, that's how it risk, risk comes first is our kind of um, problem, so I think, in, in, in information security. And if, if we don't have regulation, we need to focus on risks. And in terms of risks, we need to be able to quantify them, right? So, and when business look at the risks from the money perspective, they can put it on the same or on the different uh, side of the scale, uh, the kind of um, income that they want to want to earn. And in this regard, we have agreed the program to move forward, right? And uh, the 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 it was the first step. So while. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, so to that end, right? So there were some strategies that you uh, utilize to reimagine and some strategize. You did some strategizing in that regard. But then when you try to execute anything, you got to work mm -hmm. on the culture. And yeah. it's interesting that you have to build a culture and also, meanwhile, execute on this program, and they both kind of go hand in hand. One doesn't come before the other. And your organization, the way you explained it, I'm sure they, they wanted to see things secure, but security first culture could have been quite a big leap. So what is it that you were able to do to, to initiate that journey of building a security first culture? Because no one can say that, okay, we are 100% there. But what did you do to initiate it and based on whatever efforts that you put in, how would you rate the current uh, culture that you have? Is it truly security first or it is somewhere, you know, getting there? 
so the security so i would say we are getting there it's we, we are not ready yet there but um what, what what we do to initiate that so as i said in the previous uh, question right so the uh, important thing was to start to speak in a business language start to speak in the uh, risk perspective right so and uh that was this was the first step to uh, start to involve business in the in the security questions, right? And, or maybe uh, vice versa, start to put information security as enable enabler for the business. So from that 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 point of view, we uh, made a huge step. So, but. When we started to um, execute our strategy that we developed on the first step, we um, found out that uh, maybe it's not good for the culture that X5 uh, has at that time. So, and um, we uh, so we have a lot of so we have a lot of businesses. You know, they are diversified. They are, uh, some of them are huge. Some of them are not. And uh, we understand that uh, we don't know business uh, very good, good enough, and, the, and from, from you know from security perspective, on even how to how those businesses are work. And at that time, we have we had only twenty eight uh, employees in uh, information security. That is quite too small for the uh, company like X Five Group. Now, of course, of course, we didn't understand the business. So, in business, um, trade information security, like even though they understand that this is important, like something uh, I would say uh, external, like you know, like external evil or something like that, they need to pay for. And uh, from that perspective, um, we started to uh, think that information security strategy that we developed that time is not very good. And we need to start to change that. And we, uh, of course, we continue to execute the strategy one. And we started to think what 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 are the concepts that uh, we need to uh, apply to um, be more in the culture with information with X five. And that uh, that was the first time we thought that we need to grow information security awareness or information security. Now, um, responsibility from the business so and we uh, suggested the next next maturity level of information security like federated information security model operational model right and we put um uh, information security um functions in the business uh, so we but you just introduced uh, what what is x5 so it is free uh, huge uh, retail chains. It has uh, IT company inside, in-source IT company. It has also it operates uh, the uh, fintech company. It operates uh, many different infrastructural companies, well, like delivery, like uh, uh, transportation, importing companies. So, in all those, it th- those businesses are different, right? So, and um, to to, to manage them from information security from a single point is not good. So, and that we decided that we need to grow those, um, we need to put um, 
chief information security for those businesses and focus them on the business itself and start dialogue within the business, understanding the, that, can, that exact business they are responsible for and put the um, uh, topics of information security to that business and that uh, business topics to uh, information security department. So that was the um, kind of first step of transformation of information security, right? And so why, why, why did we do this in terms of risk management and the kind of uh, security first culture? So first, business started to understand risk more uh, closer to the business itself, right? Like a, like a business risk. Second, they, um, we started to understand business uh, kind of in, in more deep details. So, and those initiatives that uh, are more burning, like, like you know, starting in those um, uh, business units, they already come with, started to come with the information security insight. So once we have IT company that provides the IT for the whole those businesses like a service and the, um, the business initiative need to be uh, kind of raised to IT to develop that or to do something, right? To change something. And uh, without information security in business, they raise just the business um, requirements. But with information security topic inside the business, they uh, they like the bubble of like all of those business, like like many bubbles, you know. So for if you're looking from the management perspective, and this businesses they already provided the requirements including information security in this is in this um, uh, requirements just from the very beginning this is kind of uh, security by default right or the security first culture right like you said so and that was the major step for us as well and started to to look closer to those initiatives when we when it don't even see them right so, and when they come to IT, then we have a department, information security department, that already have a central competence and provides those, um, you know, the specific security information, cybersecurity competences to the project that already initiated by business and that already have the requirement that it must not only be comfortable, uh, reliable, but also secure. So, and from that perspective, um, uh, it, it, it is a kind of secure, security first culture. And again, uh, having CISO, and they are really CISOs, it's not BSOs in, in terms of, it's not business information security officer, it's chief information security officer of the asset of the group. So why they are um, chief information securities of the uh, asset is that they are not only making business closer to information security. They are managing information security in the, in the asset. And they are uh, communicating and liaising with the top management, with uh, executive management of the asset. And this, one, this also raised awareness of the top management of the exact uh, retail chain uh, like you know, managing director of the of the uh, that retail chain to think about security when he think about business development, right? And of course, uh, when those um, uh, information security officers are in the business, they also focus on the client. 
okay, they, they need to provide, um, they, they share, they share the KPIs, like, you know, the objectives, business objectives with uh, information security objectives as well. So, and they provide it to the, uh, to, to the initiatives that are initiated by the business. So, so that is the culture of security first, isn't it? So if you are uh, already doing that uh, within the organization, and that is what you will need to do to have your security take roots, there are also supply chain partners and third-party vendors mm-hmm. in any retail organization that you have to deal with them. But then if you don't span uh, this, the, the, the culture, security-first culture, if it doesn't span this external ecosystem partners, then it would be tough for you to fully feel confident that your whole retail operation is secured to the level you want. So what did you have to do to make sure that your supply chain partners and third-party vendors were also jumping on board and not only just jumping on board, are elevating their own security standards and uh, to some extent become part of that one culture that you are looking to establish. But before you respond to this, let's take a quick break, uh, break listeners. We'll be right back and let's let's come back and discuss because this would be an interesting discussion about how you get your ecosystem partners to start thinking like you and become part of that larger security first culture. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjog All. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, Alex, when you deal with these supply chain partners, they have their own agenda. They have their own profit motivation. They have their own mandates. How do you get them all on one page, same page? Right. So when we're talking the, about the supply chain partners, um, there are d- different supply chain partners that I can see. First of all, the uh, supply chain partners that provide goods to the uh, retail chain network that we just um, selling from the shelves. And another one that are also supply chain partners that provide um, services to uh, information technology to digital uh, kind of uh, uh, space uh, developers, uh, integrators, uh, consultants, consultants, and all this stuff. So from the um, shelf part, we have the KYC procedure that we look at the partners and actually 
uh, they take because they don't have access to our environment. They're just providing goods. So, and security operation center that we have running 24-7, they also overlook the uh, kind of situation awareness and also consider that those uh, partners uh, are, uh, so they, they, they might be uh, impacted by any attack or so. And we actually solved that in, in, in the past. So, and what, what they do, what security operations tend to do, and actually the partners, what they also do, they, they notify us that they have problem. Or maybe we, we can see that, we, that they, they have problem and we notify them that they have problem. And of course, uh, in this perspective, I know the business have uh, different uh, controls not to uh, allow one uh, partner uh, provide um, the, the whole good on one shelf, I would say like that, right? So they have different partners. And if, if one is attacked or something you know, something wrong with that, so uh, business have controls in place to make that the good is still on the on the shelf. So from digital perspective, from uh, those partners that providing the uh, parts of the code or uh, consultant services to us, or maybe even a, I don't know platform as a service. So we also have a uh, KYC procedure, and when they connect to our data as well. We provide not only NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. We also uh, provide them and ask them to sign a special security agreement that ob uh, obligate them to uh, follow some rules. And they have fees from us if they have um, violated those rules. And we uh, and we notice that during you know our monitoring uh, processes or, or security operations center will find out that there that one of the partner violated rule, I don't know, maybe, you know, transfer account to a friend or whatever, right? Or to put an open source code without any additional controls. So they will be fine. And uh, we also track their uh, reliability by looking to the threat intelligence instrument uh, tools uh, to the uh, Different, different, you know, scanning tools and looking from the leakage that are have that, that are, you know, causing and are in the wild. So we are researching them as well. So and of course, their access to our data is limited, limited by the contract and limited by the time. So uh, they are not having access to everything. They are having access to only what they are allowed to. And this this is based on the contract between the between us, right? So when the contract is uh, terminated, then the access is terminated just at that time. And uh, if we know that the that the con the partner that provide our with the code or whatever uh, in digital perspective is not reliable anymore, the different reason we just uh, turn them off from the network as well. And of course, they don't have access, like I said, to the whole network. But it's it's kind of common. And when they provide the code or something to us, we also track that. We have all those uh, standard in, uh, standard tools required, like um, SAS, DASK, you know, uh, DevSecOps practices in place, open source securities, and, uh, and, and all this stuff. So, and of course, we, uh, you know, we train our uh, developers 
and manager that work with this uh, counterparties as well to be responsible and to look at those um, supply chain providers. I, I would say digital supply chain providers with the uh, with that kind of uh, perspective. Now, if you have been uh, able to get the supply chain members to be able to uh, kind of follow your lead, if you were to think overall as an organization, so much effort would have been put in by your organization as well as your partners and money spent, time and energy spent. What is the measure of success? Uh, how well, are you? What is the metric there? Yeah, uh, so the, the, the measure of success uh, for information security is always like one, one measure. What is the impact of information security breaches or cybersecurity attacks and all this stuff? So we have zero, and I'm proud of it. But of course, we have strategy one, like I said in the very beginning. We have strategy two right now that, I, that we're developed and uh, uh, reviewing right now. So the, we are all focused on the risk. And of course, uh, we have some kind of uh, KPIs for the strategy itself. So it's um, the percent of the plan execution, security uh, process, maturity level. Like we do, we measure it via CMMI. So risk reduction, it's measured in money and budget measured in money as well. So what is security strategy? We agreed with business and we actually we developed it with business and with IT and we uh, provided uh, those, uh, you know, a lot of changes uh, as, as, a, as a bench of those uh, changes in, the, in, in one strategy. We agree on the concept with the top management, with the business. We agree on the way we are going to develop our information security management system. We agree on the risks. Right now, we have 10 risks that we actually identified with the business. And they are actually in a business language, like, you know, interruption of um, uh, sales in the shop, like that, right? It's, it's not sound like the information security risk that uh, most of the company used to hear. Right, it's a kind of business risk. So we agreed on it. Agree on a set of risks and, and on a level of those risks we want to achieve, and put in the strategy. Uh, put in a um, uh, plan uh, of the uh, project or uh, in investment initiatives. And we, when we implementing the strategy, why those uh, measures are important. So we're implementing the strategy. We just uh, we just do what we need to do and what we agree. So those uh, those measures are important, but it's not all. So we also have the K risk indicator to measure how we go, not only on the strategy but uh, on the risk mitigation, which is which is actually the major uh, objective for information security department or function, whatever. So and uh, as I said, we have those uh, tense cybersecurity strategic risks, and each of these uh, cyber strategic, uh, cybersecurity strategic risks uh, has a profile that includes risk scenario. Also, we have a control catalog, uh, each control mapped to each risk scenario in whitelist. So each control has profile to major metric uh, of 
you know, of the control is efficiency of the control. So if you don't have control, we still have it in the control catalog, but, but the efficiency of this control is zero. So, and uh, uh, when we develop a strategy or a kind of action plan, uh, like roadmap, so we just uh, step uh, aside from the uh, name strategy. We, we wanted to do roadmap because we need to over, um, review it uh, uh, annually or even even uh, frequently. So the, we'll look at the, what control give more effort to the risk reduction and invest in this uh, control efficiency first. So we want to improve uh, information security level, reduce risks with um, with uh, less money. Let's say like that. So because we because business have commitment to the shareholder shareholders and uh, to clients as well uh, for the price on the shelf. So yeah. And we also we also provide that KRI uh, uh, status and report it to a group head of corporate security on a weekly basis with more details, of course, not just the KRI but the operational report for information security. We also have this um, uh, in a report to a management board on a quarterly basis. We have this uh, in the supervisory board um, report twice a year and sometimes uh, frequently. So management board um, call information security department to report on the board between the schedule two when they uh, when there is an interest uh, or or something happened so usually it's something of their interest so and we have the internal audit that uh, track that those uh, metrics are correct that we are not uh, trying to lie to anybody so plus we have the regular feedbacks from businesses, from management board, supervisory board. Uh, they are providing in a different ways. Uh, sometimes structured, sometimes not, sometimes emotional. So <laughs> we we have those things uh, to uh, to review our way of we are going right. So and of course uh, we have some common operational metrics and dynamics. Uh, like you know, time to response for security operational center, number of number of vulnerabilities that we have in our infrastructure, number of incidents, their uh, their types, what kind of incident losses about the incidents, broad losses, quantity of uh, those transactions, and many more. So information security operational report contain around 100 pages and is issued a weekly base. So. Um, so, but this report doesn't go to the board, of course. So that is that is the measure we do. So the first time, yeah, I, will, I will repeat. So the first is whether we have major uh, or material impact incidents and KRIs. So those are major. And of course, if we're running the strategy in right now, we're uh, doing it. It's the strategy uh, commitment, like you know, uh, plan, uh, timing. Uh, material level for the process that we're trying to enhance and not only the process but also the control and risk reduction in the budget we spend. So that's it. So as one final question, um, if you were to offer the top learnings that you had as you went through this uh, X5 cybersecurity transformation journey, what would those top learnings be? 
And if you had to give one advice, specific advice to other leaders who are trying to do something similar for their own respective organization, what would that one advice be? Well, one advice. <laughs> so, I mean, first you give me learning. three learnings from your own journey, <laughs> okay. right? So the three learnings right. from your journey and then one advice, one top advice, which you would give to the people who would be trying to do something similar that you're doing, you know, what you did and how you got success. Well, so the top learning, uh, don't make uh, senior management nervous, right? They, uh, they, you are here like a, a chief information security officer to make them comfortable, right? So it's advice from kind of uh, chief information security officer. So you will gain their support. You will gain the um, you will gain some money that you need uh, to uh, and in time, of course, to you know to to hire their uh, awareness. Uh, this is this is the first um, outcome. I would say like that. So develop strategies and uh, security roadmap based on risk. This is very important. Even though you have the regulation, you still need to focus on risk. You need to come. Uh, you need you need to apply a risk come first uh, approach, uh, and speak with the uh, business on the. Uh, on the business language, on the money, try to quantify risk. It's very hard to do. Not 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 every company can do that, but but definitely you need to do that because uh, it will uh, provide you more uh, trust from the business. They will uh, see how is that material uh, for, for for their for them, right? What what those risks uh, and what are you going? Why, why are you doing that or or or, or that, right? Uh, Thing, and uh, you will be. It will be easier for you to explain them. So uh, again, and uh, the third one, I would I would focus on risk as well. So you need to uh, formulate risk in a business language. Again, not not just uh, the money, but formulate risk not in a technical perspective that you're like someone will kill your password. Of course, it's a risk, but it's kind of technical one, and not everyone understands the consequences of the uh, password stealing. You just need to formulate risk in the business language, like impact for the business. What 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 will what will happen, uh, and whether it is a major problem for them uh, or causes major problem for them when it ha happens. Like you know, stock uh, sales in shop, or uh, and try to quantify that as well. So it's not just stop sales in shop. Uh, but stop sales and shop for such long time and uh, for that range of shops, like uh, 50% of shops for about three hours. So that sounds uh, like a major impact. So, and they will uh, understand why, uh, what, what are you coming from in terms of developing information security management system. And uh, that will uh, help you to um, that will help you to uh, easier create uh, develop strategy and implement it uh, in the very in the very end of it. And uh, business will will trust you more when they understand the whole chain of what you are doing. So that's that's the 
outcomes, right? So and it sounds like advice as well from Jean Pierre. <laughs> so uh, shall I come to uh, advice? No, this is good. Good response to the question. And once again, thank you so much, Alex, for uh, sharing your insights about how you and your team went about helping do the success of, like, basically, you led to a successful cybersecurity transformation for X5 Group. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sanjok. And listeners, please connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast. Once again, for listening to CTN, this is your host, Sanjok Gaul. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.